Hey, Dumpster Divas, we are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlin, and my sister, Kix. Hi. Hi. Um, I feel like we haven't done this in a second, which we haven't. Uh, thank you to everyone who uh, did choose to listen to our re-release last week. <laughs> I know that um, we've been kind of in and out of the pod in the past month or so. There is just a lot going on in both Kix and I's personal lives. But we do have some exciting guests still lined up. Do not fret. There's a lot happening. Um, but thank you guys for bearing with us. But we're really happy to be here today. I, I mean, are, are you? I yeah. am. I'm so happy to be here. I realized um, that, yeah, it hasn't. It has been a while. And then when I was setting up today, it was like, we Tom had a comment of like, oh, you might. I think there's. I can hear your AC in the background. But I, what I just realized it is, it's my cat's water fountain. That's what it was. <laughs> so, but he's drinking it right now. So we I because I was off. no, I can't. Well, I well, the thing is, you can't hear it on the Zoom. You can hear it on your <laughs> recording, like your garage band recording. So exposing myself as a crazy cat lady is well. When I listened to it, I was confused because I was like, her air conditioning is not in that room, and it's not on. Yeah, so I was I was confused, but that that you know that makes more sense. Anywho, Tom is looking straight adjacent today with a Yankees cap on, just so you can get the full. No, not really though. I have a Keith Herring shirt on. Great. So (laughs) that's that's the gay part. That's the gay part. I was at work today and there was someone there and I was wearing this shirt. It's like a Keith, it's a white Keith Herring shirt. It's like a white shirt with black Keith Herring men like wrapped around it. Mm-hmm. And this guy's like, I have one of those I think I'm tattooed on me. And I was like, I what? Think? And I was like, you mean like Keith Herring? And he was like, I don't know. Yeah, look. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. wait. So you got this tattoo just because not because you knew who Keith Herring was? And it's not like a sun or like a flower. No, I, have, I mean, it's I a very a, iconic, like, right. man. I'm covered in tattoos that don't mean anything. But that... I mean, I would get a Keith Haring tattoo, definitely. But, like, I don't know. Huh. <laughs> really confused <laughs> me a bit. You know? I also... Huh. also am, huh. You know, I'm also fresh off watching the newest episode of, of The Kardashians. Have you started watching it yet? No. I thought you liked them. Here's the thing. I do and don't. I don't watch them on TV. I have no interest because I know everything that's going to happen on the show if I watch it or don't. That's kind of what happens on Housewives. Yeah. But for me, it's like with The Kardashians, like I... Hmm. I don't know. They like, I hate watch them. It's, I don't know. It's a little different to me than housewives. Cause yeah. Well, this, <laughs> the first episode I thought was pretty good. The second episode is hilarious to me because they, <laughs> they're still the, they're still the girls we know and don't love because they plan these storylines you know like every episode has a storyline like it's still like the kardashians like there's no through or they're they're, they can't make a through line right like it's still like episodic storylines which i wish they wouldn't do but this current episode is about chloe's anxiety which i'm sure is real Mm -hmm. but it's just it comes across so unrelatable because she's like she's like I'm so anxious to go on James Corden again. And I'm like, <laughs> and everyone's like, why? And they're like, every time I go on a talk show, like 
all I do is read the comments and it makes me feel awful about myself. And it's crazy because I can relate to that. <laughs> As sure. someone who makes the talk show night circuit, like I too. Which ones have you been on? I can't remember. I've been Chelsea lately. Got, oh, 10 years ago? Yeah, 10 when years got, ago when I was when you 15. were when you were 15. No, when I was 18. Um I went on hers for a bit and then I was on her Netflix special which was really exciting. Her Netflix <laughs> talk show. And then the late 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 show. With I've who? Been, um <laughs> The white one. You like to play with improv, so I like to test you. The white, the James Corden is the late, late show. I haven't no, I made it. He's just to the his late yet. show. No, no, I think he's now the late show. Okay. It's the Tonight Show. Done it. The the Jimmy Kimmel show. What is Done that one that. called? The Colbert Report. Done. Oh my god, so fun. Well, but she's having all this anxiety, and then James Corden comes into the dressing room. He's like, "Baby, don't re- don't listen to the haters. You are enough." Like essentially, and there's like all this like dramatic music playing. I'm like, "Wait, what is happening?" James Corden is our like voice of reason here. I mean, and I'm sure James Corden is a perfectly nice human being. He seems it to me. He's just so annoying. Yeah. And like, he's like, "I don't read my hate." I'm like, James, your, your hate's a little. It's a little different. The two. And then Chloe also was able to sneak in this quick little tidbit. She's like, even when I like post an Instagram photo, I get so anxious because everyone's going to say I facetuned it and I didn't. Well, it's crazy because she (laughs) did. And also no one's talking about your face too. Now we're all talking about your long fingers. (laughs) Yes. Her Snow White witch fingers. I want to see her hold an apple. But I've seen her in an interview recently. I watched their Vogue interview because I, like, once again, care kind of. And her hands are so long that they really are that long. I don't think the face tune helps, but they're long as fuck. And it doesn't help she gets, like, square long nails that make it just so much longer. I mean, I wish... I wish she. I feel like she like lost weight in her hands, which is like a weird place yeah. to lose weight in. Which happens. then makes me think that she got like lipo in her hands, which that would not surprise me. That would hurt. Like, like that the, has to be a thing. No. You can get lipo anywhere. Not in you your, your sucked, hands. Are so much muscle. Not hers. She doesn't no, have any muscles in those. Like, she, her hands look like you know the you know when you would go trick or treating and someone wouldn't have candy they would have those witch fingertips yeah. <laughs> like and you would put, put them all on your bowl. fingers <laughs> like that's what it looks like it's just, it's just a little cat, witch fingertip cap on each finger. I wish her well. Well, it was just Actually, it was just hilarious to hear her say all these and then <laughs> what's her Malia I believe is her best friend's name the twin one of the twins yeah. Yes, she was on, which I was I was happy to see her on because I do love her. And um, she was like, Malia and Tristan just like have this thing where they know exactly what to say to me. I'm like, if I was Malia, I'd be like, please do not compare me to Tristan Thompson. I will never understand that man. In no, the- and he's on the show. And he's I like, don't get the hold he has over women. Like he's I guess he's hot. He's so hot, you know, and I've only, I've really, I'm not a basketball fan. I heard that. What was that? (laughs) I live next to a secret 
motor shop. Oh, okay. Well, and that's that sounds. Yeah, that was that was wild. No, um, Tristan, I've really only seen like neck up in tabloids. I think I don't think I've ever really seen him. I've certainly never seen him play basketball because I that's a sport I do I know nothing about, and so I've never really seen him in full. And seeing him on camera, like He's with so Chloe, I'm like, tall. sadly, I get the attraction on paper. Too. But I get the attraction, rich basketball player, tall as fuck, He's, hot, he, and he is baby daddy fine. to your kid i get it that doesn't mean he's not a raging twat <laughs> no i know i just he is deeply hot things will do for the day team jordy over here so of course jordan woods i wish she would be on the show they would never allow it i don't i would hope that she'd be like no you guys suck yeah she uh i could see her i could see her caving for a check I mean, couldn't we all pay for a check? Yeah. Who's like not on the show or Kendall. They have like not been featured. They're, I don't know. Kendall has never, she's been less on the show than all the girls though. Yeah. And in the first episode she gets COVID and she's like, hey girlies, I got COVID. I'm going to be gone for a couple episodes, but I'll be back. (laughs) She like says that in an interview. I was like, we won't miss you while you're gone. Um, well, we got to get into this episode. We have Adam Newell of Up and Adam, uh, the YouTube channel. If you have not subscribed to Up and Adam uh, on YouTube, please do that. Uh, and in addition to what he does there, he's also on tour with Zach Peters, who they're doing a show here in New York City. Zach and Adam. Spilling tea with Zach and Adam. And guess who's on it? That's me. So come check out the show. Well, we will be back in one second with um, Adam Newell. And we'll talk to you guys soon. And once again, like I said before, joined today uh, by Adam Newell of Up and Adam on YouTube. Please subscribe. Do all of those things there. Uh, he talks uh, reality television news, recaps, all the things you you love about reality TV. He's got it in his uh, cabeza. And uh, we are so happy to have him here with us today. Adam, welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I've been waiting for this all week. And I, I always love doing a show that's not my own because I feel like I get to kind of step out of the box and not have to host it. I just get to be a part of it. So this is an absolute honor. I appreciate you guys. Oh, of course. We're happy to have you. I, I agree. Like going on pods is the best because you can just like curl, like sit back in your chair and just be like, yeah, what else you got? What else you guys want to ask me? I, I don't <laughs> like I, I don't really I didn't prepare anything like I can just be here. <laughs> I, I think I did. Was it Andy's Girls with uh, Sarah Galley who will uh-huh, also yeah. be joining us in New York? And I think she was laying on the couch with her mic. And I was yes, like, this she is does the dream. That. I know. When you, well, maybe we shouldn't say, I, I'm laughing because like no one sees what the people. I've, well, I have seen some podcasters like take to their bed when we recorded with them. Like, I won't say who, but there are some people that like literally curl up under the covers like with the mic and like the laptops like sitting on their chest. And I'm like, Oh, should should I like recline as well? <laughs> I mean, listen, as long as you're getting the tea and what you came for, who cares what I don't care if I'm in the fetal position. If you get the content that you want, leave me alone. Let me be in whatever position I want to be in. 
right? I agree. No, I agree. I know. I need. I I need to go a little bit more relaxed with my with my setup. Uh, and sorry if I'm like I have I'm moving right now, so there's like shit all over in my background. Adam has like this beautiful YouTuber's background, and like. And I'm like feeling I'm like in the corner of my dining room looking like no. a troll compared to <laughs> no. you should get y'all since looking. You stunning. always sit there. You should put some things behind you. <laughs> I really I should. Just, I should there. just bring yeah. down. Like, give me a break. I should just bring down what's here because it's beautiful. I know we were just talking. We were talking before about how people come for Adam's background and want to ch- want to change up. And here I am coming for Kix's background. Yeah, exactly. See, <laughs> yeah, it's no one so ever easy sees to me. do. But you know, it is what it is. Again. Whether it's the background or whatever, whatever like position you're in, I think as long as you get the content that you want, just leave us be on that. It's okay. Please leave it. Leave us be. Well, I'm wearing pajama pants right now. Nobody can see it, but I'm comfortable. Oh, I'm in a grout fit. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in (laughs) basketball shorts and a t-shirt. So there you go. Yeah, we we don't do anything with the video here. We we keep the video in the vault. So you could have shown up uh, looking like a garbage troll, and we would have been good. Oh, I love it. I was actually coming in like a tank top and stuff and I was getting ready and my fiance was like, no, we got to get shit together. My fiance kind of acts like a producer sometimes because we do so much work together. And (laughs) Mm -hmm. sometimes I'll walk out, my eyes are puffy or we had a crazy night the night before. And he's like, I repair cream, moisturizer, bronzer, (laughs) hairspray, go wash your face. We got to get this shit together. And I'm like, ah, okay, we'll do it. You're like, you are not camera ready, baby. It's like keeping the yes. trolls, <laughs> keeping the trolls out of the comments yes, section. Exactly. <laughs> well, Adam, uh, I'm so excited about next week. I want you to tell everyone about the big show here in the Big Apple. Oh my gosh, it's okay. So we have our last live show, um, a part of our three city kind of spilling tea live with Zach and Adam tour. We chose three cities. Uh, just to kind of see proof of concept, really, see how mm-hmm. it was going to go. We did our first city in Los Angeles, which was amazing. So many talented people showed up and just the turnout was incredible. And everybody left so happy. And that, I think, meant the most. And then Nashville was also an incredible turnout. So now we're going to City Winery on April 28th. We have Margaret Josephs joining us. We have you. We have, you know, so many amazing podcasters, influencers, YouTubers joining us on stage. And we also have other Bravo celebrities in the audience. So putting this whole thing together with Zach has been such an experience. But really, when we started this, I'm so comfortable talking to a camera in my studio, right? But Mm -hmm. it's different to talk to people in person and kind of do a live show. I have really bad social anxiety. People don't know this. And ever since and this is a crazy story and I don't mean to rant on, but I was in a third grade spelling bee and I got out. I was the first person to go up because they went in alphabetical order and I'm Adam, right? So they're like in third grade spell identify. I don't know what third grader knows how to spell identify. Well, now they probably do, but I spelled it wrong. And they're like, I don't think I could spell it now. Okay. (laughs) And I spelled it wrong. And they're like, eh, at third grade and like they're like you have to get off the get off the stage or go sit in the back so i sat there with my hands covering my face while the whole like school stared at me and i just got really bad stage fright after that and i've never faced that fear so this allowed me to do it and i think that's been one of the most amazing parts now i'm like just throw me on a stage i'm ready to go please invite <laughs> all of the third graders uh that were competed yeah. against you to show you little them assholes look who's boss. That, like would laugh at me yeah yeah I think you should invite the person who gave you that brutal word. Yeah. Oh, and be like, look, exactly. bitch, here I am I remember now. her. Her name was Miss Hopper. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. Call her up. I will say what's kind of fucked up about spelling bees is, or any 
geography bees or anything like that is why do they make you sit down in the back even if you're out like that's so just let up. me off the stage yeah that's true i never really thought about that they're like loser 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 you're still in <laughs> yeah. loser, loser i think it might because i definitely did a spelling bee and i think they asked me something and i got it wrong and I just like was a ham always, and so I just like curtsied and made a joke and then walked away or something like that. <laughs> oh, see, okay, like, so you had the confidence, so it was great. I was like, "Fuck the haters!" <laughs> I walked away. <laughs> F U C K. That was not my experience. <laughs> well, I'm happy you were conquering your fears. Uh, how many years later? I mean, I'm 28 <laughs> now. I don't even know how old third graders are, but no, it really that alone has just been such an experience and when we went on in la i didn't have any fears like up until the point we were getting on stage and then my fiance like kind of emceed the show opened it up and then we had jeff epstein and jolene lunzer and they had the crowd going nuts and then the technician zach and i were entering from the back of the room walking past all the guests to go on stage and of course zach chose wop as our intro song because he likes to dance and i'm so awkward and like linky I'm like, I can't dance. So I texted him and I was like, Zach, I don't know. I can't do this. I'm so sorry. And he's like, no, bitch, you're getting on stage. We put in way too much time and effort into this. And as soon as they started playing the song, the technician hit both of us with lights. And then the whole crowd stood up and like, it was over like 220 people in the room. And That's turned great. Around. That's an amazing turnout. Yeah, it was a great turnout. But they all turned around and looked at both of us and they started clapping. And my jaw was like shaking and I was like, fuck it, we're doing this. And I ran on stage That's so and then fun. it all went away. So that was good. Well, I have to give. So fun. I can't wait yes, to be there. I coming. will be in the audience cheering, yes. clapping. Yes, we're yeah, going well, so have all I have to I'm tip my hat to you guys because it is not an easy thing to do to A, start a business on your own, uh, a, a YouTube channel, podcast, all those things on your own. And uh, to get to do a live show and actually have people and fans that are willing to pay and come and do all that, it takes a lot of work and um, a lot of thankless time and effort, I, I am sure, <laughs> in preparing. And I, I congratulate y'all on doing it because it, it is a great deal. So, Oh, my gosh. Thank you. And it's been kind of surprising, too. We have a few people who are following us from L.A. to Nashville to New York. Like, we're like, the, is it the Grateful Dead or Ungrateful Dead? I don't want to sound like an asshole. <laughs> grateful, I don't know. But the they're, like, pouring dead. with <laughs> it's us. Grateful Dead, yeah. And they're, like, follow, following us everywhere, <laughs> which is heads. amazing. And we've had such a great time. And we're, of course, treating those people who have bought the VIP tickets extra. Like, we've been going out with them, going to dinners, kind of treating them and just thanking them so much because we're so grateful. But Zach and I kind of have this running joke of that Kim Kardashian. Like, if you had a business that you were passionate about, you would know what it's like to run a business. <laughs> and he always throws that in my face. I'm like, shut up, bitch. I get it. I'm here with you. So it's, it's just been fun. Oh, I tell, I give him shit. Cause I'm like, you are literally like the Bethany Frankel of podcasting. Like you're like every, if you look like to the, he's there's branding everywhere. Like you never don't see a brand behind him. And I'm oh, like literally props to you. <laughs> we were doing the step and repeat and stuff. And I was just like, kind of with my hands, whatever. And he's like, grab a can of no filter wine right now or i will <laughs> yes. choke you out and I'm like, ah, okay i tell him i'm like i literally i give you shit because i'm i respect the hell out of you because like i don't have yeah. that sort of like gall to just be like here <laughs> yeah literally look at me i mean you could you can't if you're listening, but I certainly am not prepared to sell something today. <laughs> no, it's but he does. He does such a great job. And then he does. we'll talk like after this, we have a three hour meeting tonight getting ready for New York. And we have, we plan them like right before the show. So we're talking three hours tonight, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, which is like a lot of hours to be on the phone together. So we have a different bond, but 
I, I noticed like towards the end of the night where we're both pumping out so much content. Like for me, I think I do five to nine videos a day, plus like other podcasts and stuff. And by the end of the night, we're both just like dying on the phone. I'm like, Zach, are you still awake? He's like, yes, bitch, I'm still awake. I'm ordering fries. I'm like, okay, I have to go. He's like, we're not done yet. We're still working. I'm like, oh, okay. It's, it's, uh, yeah, grind never stops. It never it sounds, stops. So. Well, I'm very excited to see the show and see all of the podcasters and fans and everybody there. It's going it's to be, really be so fun. much fun. And I can't yes. wait to meet you guys in person. Yes, can't wait. Well, we got a lot of talk a lot to talk about before before we that, that almost sounded like we were wrapping up like we were like see you soon but we got a lot we haven't even oh started. sorry no i'm no we were all like just having a nice little chat there yeah but uh before we get into everything that's happening uh just in the reality world and pop culture these days uh we always like to ask our guest adam about what reality television made you a dumpster diva what show brought you into the genre was there a a uh, certain uh, reality TV star on said show that really attracted you to the genre itself. Uh, take it away. You know, this is going to sound so cliche and I get a lot of shit and people write on my YouTube all the time. If I advocate for them um, that they're going to unsubscribe, but it's the Kardashians for me, the Kardashians <laughs> keeping up brought me into that whole reality TV world. I enjoyed Jersey shore and stuff like that too, but I wasn't really invested and that was kind of, you know, I wasn't like a big real world watcher or anything like that. And I think real the real world was like one of the first reality TV shows, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So watching Keeping mm -hmm. Up, I have 11 brothers and sisters in such a big family and our banter is just ridiculous. Like we're crazy together. And it reminded me so much of my family, except we're not wealthy or famous. So <laughs> I really enjoy it. We don't have a sex tape, not that I oh, know of. Yeah, not yet. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> not no, yet. not ever. Never say never. <laughs> but, you know, I just watching them, I was always so interested. And now even with the reboot of the Kardashians and the way it's being produced, I just the business mind behind it, behind this whole machine really intrigues me. Like, it's not just like them eating those stupid salads that they shake in the thing and like mm -hmm. the L.A. B-roll of mms, 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 and then Courtney, what are you doing today? Like that shit, I don't care about. Right. But, knowing that there's billion dollar businesses that they built it just like i salivate i'm like oh show me more yeah i get it it's so funny you bring this up because we have <laughs> we, we recorded our intro bef before which everyone now listening has heard already and we talked about the kardashians for, and we never talk about them but we talked for a solid no, like five never. minutes about the the new show because I literally just fresh right. off watching the newest episode are you are you watching they've been of course yes um I, we, the first episode came out the day of our show in Nashville. Mm -hmm. So I watched it right before we went on and Zach was like, no, we got to go. And I was like, give me a second. Yeah, and then I mean... the new one came out last night at 12 AM, but I fell asleep. And today I got my boaters license in between everything else. So I was like, I haven't watched it. Boat. Boats. <laughs> Boats and hoes. Boats and yeah. hoes. Is, is Zach the okay. hoe? Are you so the boat? Also... Yes. Zach is the hoe and I have the boat. That's exactly uh, yeah. it. <laughs> Today for lunch, um, the the office I work at, we all got salads, and we were talking about we were shaking them. We were like shaking like a Kardashian. It's just crazy. We've been they've been top of mind all day for me. I just I never have been a watcher of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, or I'm not watching the new one either. But I know everything about them. Like I don't know why. I just am so fascinated with Kylie. I think the most because she's just like. 
the most I don't obviously so successful all of them would just make my head hurt that I'm just so and they just come off like they're so uninterested like in things Mm -hmm. that are going on they're just building these multi-million and billion dollar businesses and then they're like yeah like I guess I'm a billionaire and that's great you know and like there's not like a whole lot of excitement behind them and I don't know if it's just like remember the Paris Hilton era and now she is trying so hard to get herself out of it where if you watched her documentary she'll start off and she's like hey guys and then they're like no you're doing the voice and she's like oh hey guys yeah yeah it's like they put (laughs) me paris they have like this put on and it's just i don't know again they're intriguing to me and i i have subscribers who sometimes i do lives on my channel and they'll rip into me and they're like you know we're by talking about them we're putting more money in their pocket i'm like my channel has 110,000 subscribers with me or without me talking about them they will still be successful so i don't give a shit I like them. I'm talking about them. Yeah, and the, the thing is, like, they are—they're invincible. They—they're like they really are. And whether you, whether that and even if that makes you want to scream into the void, do it because it doesn't matter. Unfortunately, because they're just—they're not going anywhere anytime soon. They are like the pinnacle of like fame in America right now. Once again, whether you like it or not, in the world, like, in, in the world. Yeah. their influence is is everywhere and. You know, kind of some like American royalty. It's weird. No, I mean they really Truly. are. They really are our first family. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Except they're not going anywhere. They don't have a four-year mark. They they've made it yeah. very well known. Like, nope, we're gonna keep coming back. It's like, okay. Wait, did you ever play Kim's game? No. You can. Oh God, I fucking played that game. <laughs> Kids, you're like, clock. I won't watch the show. I draw the line at the show, but I will play the game. But I played that fucking <laughs> Kim K A list game. It's still around, apparently. I don't play it anymore, to be clear. But I think it's the in. I don't play it. It's okay. In app purchases for me that I'm I afraid can't. of. I'm like, I don't want to rack up those charges because if I sit there and I'm like, oh, I need to be more famous, but in order to be more famous, I need to give you five more dollars. Yeah, what's five dollars? <laughs> and then after so long, like you know, you start racking up this tab, and you're like, oh, you got me. Well, did I? Yeah, did I spend money on it? Yeah. Sure. Well, Kix and I have a very <laughs> dear friend. I, I will not say yeah. their name, but they play. This is not a Kardashians game. This is a grown. This is a this is a grown person. She's grown. A thirty-year-old person. She spent. She used to play this arc like township. No, no, not that one. No, a different <laughs> game. Different game was where all the money went. Oh, Gardenscapes. <laughs> you know, I can't believe you know these. Days. No, it was no, it was like a home decor <laughs> game. Gardenscapes. Okay. And yes, sh- her boyfriend opened like the cre- the um the credit card bill one day and was like, "What the fuck is like? It, it's like like an a weird like LLC name, right? That has like ten, just like hundreds of like two ninety nine purchases." And he's like, "Babe, like something's wrong. Like someone took our card." And she looks at it and she's like, "Oh my god, <laughs> she had spent." Six hundred dollars on this like decor game, I oh, iPhone in a month. Isn't that nuts? How they they just like suck you in. I have a actually, um, Jason and I. Jason's my fiance. For anybody listening, who's like, who the hell is Jason? Um, but Jason and I have a friend. She lives in LA, and her daughter just 
every once in a while is allowed to have a phone. Normally they're not allowed to play with technology. Mm-hmm. And so she finally gets this phone and she's probably like, well, shit, you deprived me for so long. And she downloaded some sort of game. And we were talking about this because she racked up a $3,000 bill and her daughter is only nine years old, but she just kept purchase, purchase, purchase. Oh, yeah. Well, I, yeah, that oh. is, I mean, we know, I mean, oh I know that that's like a big thing on Fortnite too. Like, kids just have mom and dad's credit card built into the game and they just like buy a new outfit oh my gosh my kid like there would well thankfully like i'll never have kids because i feel like i just don't have like i can't i mean my kid would probably run me into the ground but no and you gotta drive that boat and i gotta drive that boat with the hoe on the back yes and that hoe is zach peter for sure what kind of boat are we driving? Is it like a like a on a lake? Uh, no, on an so ocean? I um, moved. I'm originally from Palm Beach County, Florida, and it's about an hour north of Miami. And when the pandemic hit, I was living in LA. I was working for Lisa Vanderpump and at Tom Tom, and I worked at Sur and a bunch of different places um, over there. But once everything kind of shut down, uh, we were like, "What are we doing here? California's shutting down. We don't know what's going on." And we had a a place that we just invested in back home because I was like, I'm not going to live in California for the rest of my life. We just got tenants. The tenants called us and they're like, we lost our jobs. Sorry, we can't pay. We're moving out in a week. And I was like, oh no, we can't afford LA rent and a mortgage. So we decided to come back and it's like this little boat club around here. It's actually kind of cheap. They have like five different boat options or you can take out two jet skis and my like we work from home all the time and we don't know what to do for fun so we'll go to happy hour and that's like that's an expensive you know kind of this is what we're doing for fun yeah (laughs) and a boat like it's i mean it's honestly really not that expensive and they just had the the boat show that they do once a year here and they were running a promo for half off but you have to lock in for a year and i was like sold we'll take it (laughs) so I'm just cutting my Starbucks bill. I looked at my Starbucks bill. I'm spending $320 a month. I'm like, nope, Starbucks is out. Okay. I I think I might be spending. Yeah. No, I I cut out buying. I buy one coffee a week now. And I, I, I buy these. My boyfriend, Brian, makes fun of me because I buy like the huge Starbucks size coffee, like things you can buy like at the grocery store in the fridge like if i want a nice coffee i can be like i have literally things here that i can do that with and then or i'll make hot coffee and at work i we make coffee at work so i i've cut it out because i was like this is an expense that i cannot sustain i mean in new york it's because i'm a bitch so and i want to go get a like nice cold brew and of course that in new york is like what six dollars it's it's never less than five yeah I mean, even at even yeah, Starbucks is expensive, but everywhere else is just as expensive. No, it, it's true. Like every morning, Jason and I will we have like a routine. But after we do everything that we do in the morning, it's usually like by nine o'clock we go by Starbucks and I just pre-order because I can't like I hate lines. I get anxiety and I'll freak out and just snap and be like this. I'm not doing it and it'll ruin my day. As crazy mm-hmm. as that sounds, I sound erratic. Maybe that's why Zach and I are a good match. I don't know, but I like order pre-order and it's always 18 to $22 a morning. And I'm like, this is way too much money. So I told my fiance, I was like, Oh, cause you're doing like a food. Do you get the egg egg bites? I do. I get the bacon. Greer egg uh, egg bites. bites. Yes. Yeah. I got it. The egg bite is it. 
I got it for Jason the other day and he's like, I don't know what the fuck this is. I asked for the old fashioned donut. What is this? Don't ever get this for me again. <laughs> I was like, sorry. Oh, I love Jason. He's like, I need a donut every morning from Starbucks. Yeah. Okay. He's like constantly producing. <laughs> yes. I love it. Yes. yes. He's like, I'm producing you. Okay. I need the donut. He, no, he'll t- wait until you'll, you'll see him. Obviously you'll get to meet him next week, but fully 100%. He's like, I want what I want and just get i'm getting it and i'm like okay I'm, we're a team i'm picturing him like in the wings with like a headset on and be like okay now yeah. it's your time. please go on stage now like like okay walk <laughs> okay walk we have zach in, two. in the wings adam is right behind him oh. and then three two one uh, and boys go ahead that's he definitely well in nashville because our technician <laughs> kind of dropped the ball well the, people don't know this unless they were at the show but in la we had six six mics on stage plus Jason had the handheld mic the only wireless mic and we had to do a sound check right before and it, everything was kind of coming together last minute and everything was good and then boom start the show cue Jeff Epstein he walks up on stage grabs the mic and it's not working and he starts screaming on stage what the fuck and I'm like no no and we look at the technician because we're in the back of the room waiting to walk up and for them to finish their sets and we're like what's going on he's like I don't know I'm like okay, we'll figure it out. And Zach and I are like, you need to figure this out. So yeah, he literally. did. And in Nashville, we told Jason, we're like, plant your ass right next to that technician. If shit goes down, like we, he's like, I got it. <laughs> and then the technician looked like scared. I'm like, no, it's okay. He's not gonna, you know, it's fine. But he was definitely that person who's like, cue in the next person, bring in the drag queen. This is what's happening next. Yeah, for sure. Someone's gotta yeah. do it. And Zach will just delegate too. I feel bad because- Actually, I don't because they get to be kind of like the assholes <laughs> okay. and they, they and walk like, around. <laughs> yeah. And they're kind of mean to people and like, this needs to be done. And why are these tables not done? And I'm like, hi, can I grab you some water? You're so nice. Thank you for having us. And I'm like, let them be the asshole. <laughs> I love yeah. this feud you're starting with them. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. He's probably listening right now too. And he's probably texting Zach like this bitch. This Wait until you hear this. Talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> Well, speaking of assholes, <laughs> great transition. Shall we dive yeah, what, in? What are you? Well, Adam, what are you watching right now on reality? Like in the reality world, are you, are you watching everything? Are you watching some things? Housewives? What, where are you at? Oh my gosh, everything. Um, but it's not really. There's not anything right now that's currently on. I'll be honest with you. In the Bravo world, that's really like getting me so excited. I was really excited about Candy and the Gang, and I'm following it. But it's mm-hmm. like kind of something that I can watch while on my phone, which for me isn't like the most amazing. But right. I think I'm really highly anticipating our Bravo summer. Like I cannot yeah. wait for the new Beverly Hills. Dubai is going to just send me over. I have a great relationship with Caroline Stanbury, and we were talking about it the other day. I'm like, I can't wait. I said, can you actually tell me what you guys are holding? She's like, no, bitch. And you know. You know, like kind it's of. I'm sand. trying to get Is the it tea. sand? I didn't even think <laughs> about that. What no, will they there hold? There was like a viral thing that went around of them holding sand. Uh, <laughs> and it, like yes. dripping through Which their fingers. Which is kind of sexy. Like it just like falling through their fingertips. I kind of, I kind of dig it. But it's like, it's like visual ASMR. Yeah. But like, what would you hold money? Like Honestly, it's like what the, I asked. I was like a a bar like of a gold. Lot of cash. Like what do you hold in Dubai? <laughs> yeah. And. She did say on two T's in a pod because she's not allowed to do press right now. She said, Adam, I can't do press right now. And then the next day I see she was on two T's in a pod. But of course, Bravo is <laughs> going to greenlit, you know, right, greenlit right, that. Right. So and they asked her, they're like, is it something you drink? Is it something you eat? Or is it an object? And she's like, you know, it's a it's a thing. You, It's a it's an object. And I'm like, you're so nonchalant, which makes it that much better. She's like, I could give a shit. I'm a housewife now. Cute. 
Yeah, I can't believe it took this long for them mm. to figure out this pivot for her. You know, I mean, I know she bopped around a little bit, but she, I mean, Ladies of London is such a good show. If you've never watched it and you're listening, please go back and watch it. I believe it's all on Peacock. Um, I think they released it uh, in the last year, um, but it's so good. And I wish that show would have continued, but then she left, which I think was a pretty big deciding factor in the show continuing, I believe. I, I mean, think she left it- London. Yeah, when she, I mean, let's be honest, Caroline Stanberry was the show, you know, she was like the front runner, the villain, the everything. And I asked her the same thing when I had her on for an interview and Bravo actually was trying to figure out how to bring her back. They were, you know, considering her for Real Housewives of New York. They were considering her for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because she told them that she loved both locations. She'll just Mm -hmm. show up and rent like a big house and just put it on. And then finally they gave her Dubai and it I mean, we all saw the intro. We're talking about the sand. You can obviously see who they're making the front runner to kick off. It's pretty blatantly obvious. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. It's going to be really fun because it's the first Housewives International that will be on U.S. Bravo. Yeah. yeah, and I don't think I heard. A, I don't know if this is true because I don't live in Dubai. Shocker. But I heard that Bravo <laughs> is not actually allowed like they're not allowed to air Bravo in Dubai, which is kind of comical, mm. I guess. I know that they have some scary rules there. <laughs> There's some scary rules and regula- regulations there around around the gays, I believe. So I, I, it doesn't shock or surprise me that they d- may not air Bravo there. Yeah. And something that something that makes me laugh is that we're watching on the same in this <laughs> like. Think about like the Housewives <laughs> pantheon, right? Of all the cities that have been featured on the Housewives. We have the Real Housewives, well, or had the Real Housewives of Dallas. We have the Real Housewives of Potomac, which I I love Potomac. But I'm just saying, think about like how, think about what that means in Small this world. Potatoes. Like like someone in, in some wealthy woman in the UK probably has no idea what a Potomac is, right? So uh, in, in in the same <laughs> pantheon of Potomac, we have dubai like it's like just makes me laugh like at the like how vast and (laughs) like these cities are and how how bizarre and random they are and if you remember potomac too a lot of people slept on potomac like the first three seasons and Mm -hmm. that happens right Mm -hmm. because it's kind of exhausting for people to get to know an entirely new cast and you have to reinvest yourselves and it takes some time but like the first three seasons I remember the first season, I don't know if it was Karen Huger's or Giselle Bryant's house. It was so underwhelming. It was like a house that I would live in with like the kitchen that has like, you know, the the white appliances and just like the old school kind of like cabinetry. And I'm like, this is Housewives. But right. because I'm like, this is when I watch or think about Housewives, I think about the opulence and the lifestyles mm-hmm. that they provide. If I want to see like, you know, kind of these regular schmegular houses, I'll just go visit my brothers and sisters. Cause we all have, you know, like just these like little <laughs> right, regular yeah. places that you're just right. like, Oh, underwhelming. But Dubai, <laughs> the opulence that is going yeah. to come out of Dubai is like, I, this is going to be next level. It really is. It's literally Miami on yes. crack. Yeah. Like the, it's like full of plastic surgery. <laughs> it's full of money, cars and Oh my god, it's gonna be so good. Something I something I loved about Miami was it introduced like regional plastic surgery. Like (laughs) you notice that, like when you look at the women (laughs) of Miami, they look Miami. Like you're like, oh, there's an aesthetic here, you know. And then like you go to Beverly Hills and you're like, there's an aesthetic. You realize, oh, there there was an aesthetic here the whole time. 
New York doesn't really. I guess New York does have an. New York's aesthetic is just like. What do you think? Natural, Natural and, and pulled. Like there's not as much fillers as there is just Botox, do we think? I think they just have a better face. Like, okay, first of all, we have Ramona who says, I've never gotten anything done. And that's just like Larsa Pippen on right. Ross Wipes Miami Reunion telling us Jesus she hasn't gotten anything Christ. done. And I can appreciate like when we get like Elisa Hochstein on who is like, listen, I overdid it with the filler. Like it's for <laughs> free. My husband is a plastic surgeon. Surgeon. I did a lot of shit to my face and I wanted to take it out of my face. Like I appreciate those housewives who are just mm-hmm. like, shit, I did it. I owned it. And then when you get like Ramona, who's like, no, this is my skincare agents by Ramona. I'm like, girl, no, no. Like, yeah, not it. No, 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 no. I can't stop staring. Like Lisa Hodgins. Hoxing. I mean, it could be a Hodgins, right? (laughs) She could be. Okay, well, whatever. I'm just saying that her face like literally make, I could stare at it for hours. You're never not talking about it. I'm never not talking about it because it, there's something about it that makes no sense. Like it doesn't, I don't connect the dots in my How brain she got there. that I just want to learn why her face looks like that. You know, I met a woman um, <laughs> when I lived in LA and I was looking for a job and I was walking Beverly Hills, like trying to find like the most bougiest job. Cause I'm, I was in hospitality for 10 years. So I was like, if I'm going to serve tables, I want to be around the rich people who are going to over tip. And then I can kind of under work, like serve a few tables, double my money as opposed to working in like, <laughs> you know, like a diner or something where you're working your ass off for three to $5 tips for like people who are just like kind of sometimes assholes. I mean, they're all going to be assholes. We all want service. Right. So I met this woman and she made me sit down with her and I didn't know who she was. She kind of scared me a little bit and it turned out she was Jocelyn Wildenstein. And if you guys don't know who she is, she's the cat woman, the one she's a billionaire and she she married a billionaire who was obsessed with cats. So she literally morphed her face for him to make herself look like a cat. And it was the most wild. I was sitting there the whole time. Like, I can't believe you got to see her in the flesh. I'm sure she's even more shocking looking in person. Oh, she's so in sweet. Person, but yes, yeah. she, <laughs> she has a wow. So good. Yes. You're like, you're trying to get ahead of, ahead of a bad, a, a bad ahead take on here. Like, she's so sweet. As I say, <laughs> she has to look awful in person. No, I mean, she's definitely, she has that shock factor, right? You know, so it's, uh, I can't deny that, but you paid for it and she can't be shocked by her shock factor. You paid for it. You're the one who went under the knife to get it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. She that's that's the the aesthetic is what she was looking for. Exactly. Just And we're ta- look, we're talking about it now. She's I don't have any work done, yeah, but so I I am talking. gonna begin my Botox journey soon and um but something I will never dive into, but I, and I'm not judging anyone who does is fillers freak me out because like I just worry that if a fill looks if I'm like, oh, I don't love that. Maybe I'll get a little bit more. That it's like a down, that it's like a just like a downward spiral of like keep trying to make things look more normal, and then all of a sudden you look like Lisa Hutchinson as Kick says. Uh, well, and I think what <laughs> happens is too, you go in right, and they you think that you're like, for example, like before LA, um, we did a behind the scenes, and Zach, I'm not going to tell you how much money worth of Botox he got, <laughs> but Zach went to Dr. Jen Armstrong from Orange County, got a couple vials. And got some stuff done, right? Yeah. And he's yeah. like, and I was like, Zach, you don't need Botox. And he's like, yes, I do, bitch. And so do you. And I was like, that's mean, you know? <laughs> but I feel like when you go in there, you're like, you know, I just need a touch up. And they're like, mm, but 
did you think about your jawline and your forehead? And you're like, what's you're wrong like, with my jaw and my forehead? <laughs> and they rack up a tab for you. So fuck no, I'm never putting myself in that position. Wait, have no. you had Botox? I've never had anything. Well, your but... forehead's so taut. I thought you may have. Oh, thank uh, and that's you. Not, it just <laughs> no. really looks great. You've got that no. nice little dewy shine there. It looks good. That's the Florida humidity, but also Jason is like, a psychopath about skincare regimens. And if you go, we both have our own separate bathrooms because we cannot share a bathroom, but yeah, you got a separate church and state. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And you know, he lines it up. He's like, this is your moisturizer for the morning. This is your night cream. This is your eye repair. This is your bronzer. This is what, and I'm like, this is exhausting is what it is, but he's 10 years older than me. And I get pissed because everywhere we go, everyone thinks we're either brothers or twins. And I'm like, how the fuck are you going to ask if we're twins when we have a 10 year age gap? Like either you're like, either do I like, do I look that old? Yeah. Or does he look that young? That's what I always ask. I'm like, which one is it? And you better answer this right. Or else you're going to get a Teresa table flip from me. Oh, so. I can't see you. I can't see you flipping a table at him. No, too I'm sweet. Too... Oh, well, yes, yes. That will like, go with that. You'll be like, I'm so sorry. I'm about to flip a table on you. Yeah, well, yeah. You know what's Everyone so funny pick up too? Your wine. I'm going to flip the table. I don't want to spill it. I've really done a great job and it's not like a I'm not a fake or a phony and like, you know, I just really appreciate everybody who like watches and listens and, you know, engages in all of our different channels and stuff. So I really am like just a totally different person on here than you would see me in real life because it doesn't take much and I don't have tolerance for lazy people or rude people and if they like if somebody's rude, I'm like oh shit, that's where we're going. Okay, bitch, let's talk about it. Like it's not, and then it's like my voice changes. I get that Paris Hilton. I go from hi to what the fuck. Hey. (laughs) I would love to see it. Maybe we'll just get someone, I'll pay someone to piss you off next week in the city. Okay, we don't need that. (laughs) We need to be invited back to City Winery, not be kicked out of it. Of course, of course, that's that's true. Um, well, are you, what about like, are, are you watching OC? Kicks isn't. I, I did just watch the reunion. What? You're not. We talked about it on this podcast. <laughs> I, I actually did. I watched the reunion last night. You know, I was so excited about season 16 with Heather DeBro coming back. And I know a lot of people don't like Noella. I do have a couple complaints about her, but I think it's going to happen with any, here's the thing. People don't like Noella because they feel like she was so much of a fan that she's giving us these contrived storylines and trying to be a caricature of what she thinks would be the best housewife, right? Right. Uh-huh. But you're not going to not get that at this point. Like back in the day when we got a Nene Leakes or a Vicky Gumbelson or a Bethany Frankel, they didn't have anyone to watch to see like, how should I act? And now cute mm-hmm. real housewives of salt lake city we get like a jen shaw who comes in and likes to be explosive because she's trying to get that shock factor and like a kind of meredith marks who reminds you a little bit of the way she moves like elisa vanderpump mm-hmm. we get like these women who it almost seems like they're picking like their two or three favorite housewives and saying that is how i want to be portrayed which gives us like that inauthentic feeling and i feel like us as Bravo viewers and fans after the pandemic and we had all this extra time to watch and dissect these shows now we're like no bitch we're too smart for this we're not buying it yeah Yeah. i mean that's that's so the i agree with you because i too was excited for oc i have like not an oc person i've watched a couple episodes here and there but um this season i actually did watch like the first handful and it was just like i don't know there was nothing that for me that 
I didn't connect with anybody. I didn't like anybody. Like even Heather Dubrow, I think she's like a iconic icon, iconic icon for Housewives. But I don't even think that it. She wasn't like drawing me to watch. Yeah. I. But I do what I. Long story short, long winded to say, I do think Noella is a good housewife for the show because she is bringing drama and on the show all the girls want to be heather's best friend so it was just like it was nice to have someone that didn't exactly no. <laughs> and i think that you know i talk about this on my channel a lot too i'm like bring tamra and vicky back give us that like old school nostalgia or else we're running the flagship franchise right into the ground like i understand you know, it's still a business and Bravo. They're trying to cut different people who they're paying way too much for their time on the show. So why not bring in new talent that we can pay pennies, but then we're not getting the same effect. So mm. it's like, maybe let's invest a little bit. I don't know. I am really excited for Ultimate Girls Oh, trip. me too. Oh God, it's going to be a disaster. I can't wait. Oh, Brandy is going to be, be a disaster. Insane. We know Taylor Armstrong is going to be a disaster. Dorinda's going to try to make it nice, but they're all going to fuck shit up. Like it's going to be great. Vicky gets dumped there. Yeah, Vicky gets dumped <laughs> on the trip. I mean, yeah. the woman is so good for reality television. Vicky, she just it. Once the cameras go up, shit happens. Like it just happens around her. Like life crumbles, and like I don't think she realizes that. But I'm like, you need a camera on you at all times because when the cameras are up, things are happening. It's kind of like Alexia Echevarria from Real Housewives of Miami. It's like yeah. she doesn't need a yes. contrived storyline because she has so much shit happening that she just gets to live life and you get to document it. There's no trying. It's like, yeah. nope, this is what's happening. My ex-husband's gay. My son's getting arrested. I'm trying to get married, but my new boyfriend, fiance, soon to be husband, doesn't like my son. And how are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. They're filming right now, which I'm so excited for. Loved. I love them. I just love loved. them. That was such a breath of fresh. I will say back to OC though. I I think people are being a bit harsh on it. Like I don't think it's bad. Like everyone is saying it is. Like I think this was a great restart. Like a refresh. I just think they need to get the chemistry right. Like they're mixing too many eras mm -hmm. in one, like little mixture. Like I don't right. think that Gina and Emily, while I like them, necessarily fit within the Shannon Heather era you know it just doesn't all mesh together like if they brought Tamara and Vicky back I don't know that Gina or Emily would last like I just don't because they didn't vibe with them when they were there and like it just I I, I don't know also Gina's like 20 she's not she's, she's I think so she's young 40. she's in her 30s for I think she's in yeah, her 30s I late 30s but you're, you know, you're being... I truly, when I saw Gina for the first time on television, I thought she was Vicky's daughter. Uh, well, she could be, but that doesn't mean she's 20-something. Vicky's daughter is 30. No, I know, but 30s. they I for some reason, they remind me of each you're other. You're like, you're like, not Gina, wise, you're but... Brianna. No, she's like, I'm not. I'm not. But oh, I you, love Brianna. This is such an unpopular opinion, and I read it all the time. And, you know, is she controversial? Does she say really crazy, stupid shit? Yes. Does she try to get a reaction? Absolutely. But... Kelly Dodd is waiting for somebody to offer her a contract to come and rip Heather DeBro's face off. And I know, it's like, but, oh, I, I know, know, but she can't, she can't. That's, no. a, that's not the answer. It's not the, that. and it's too negative. It would be so negative. The whole thing would be hard to watch. Mm -hmm. No. And she just, she stands for everything that's wrong in this world. And like, exactly. I understand having people on with different point of views on life, but like hers is not one we need. It's just not because it's not, 
it's not thought out. It's not like she just, and I, it's like, you can't control her and the things that come out of her mouth. You're like, Oh no, it was time for her to go. It really got, was. I mean, it just is what it is. Sorry. We can bring back Tamara though. Yeah, I agree. I, well, Tamara is down. Tamara is a Tamara is one of the best in the game. I'm sorry, y'all. She kills it. She gets it. She's like lights on. Okay, did you did you cheat on your ex husband? Like she just will go there, and it's and and it's mean, but it's hilarious. And I've always loved her. I've never really gotten why people didn't like. It's like just get that you gotta understand that she's good for this television program. I think too though she comes in with that like I think she feels like some of our best housewives feel like they can do that and attack people the way they do because they've been in that position. So they're like, hold on. I was in the hot seat. Nobody, you know, came to my side. So what makes you exempt? You signed the contract. This is what you signed up for. And I actually had her on my show and I asked her, I was like, would you, are you interested in going back to housewives? And she's like, listen, I don't know. I said, what if the money's right? She's like, oh, hold on. Money talks. If the money's right, that's yeah. a whole different that's a whole different game. And I was like, oh, okay, so you would go back for sure. Because they would pay her a lot of money. I mean yeah. they would totally yeah. pay I'm sure they I'm paid sure... Heather DeBro a lot of money. Yeah. Heather's making good money. And I y'all, I was I just like don't get why everyone hates her so so much. I, I get that she's insufferable. I get that she's unrelatable. But but some but I don't think she's a bad person. I think she's like actually I think she is actually a, a good human being, especially seeing the way she navigates being a mom. Like you can tell that there really is a great human under there. She's just extremely unrelatable. I don't know. Yeah. It's like what remind yourself why you watch these shows for unrelatable people, you know? Exactly. You know, honestly, I don't want to I don't want to, again, see people that like I see in everyday life where I, I already know how this kind of works. Whereas like if you're watching Heather DeBro and Heather's like, let me invite my few best girlfriends over for a $30,000 sushi dinner or lunch. I'm like, I don't know what that looks like, but I am yeah. absolutely intrigued. You know what's crazy though? But I want to see. You're talking about how much money I she's making. Heather DeBro was probably making more Per, for the two-part reunion than Noella Bergner, who brought so much drama <laughs> yes. for her entire season, which is nuts. Oh, I'm sure Noella pulled in a, like, like 70K. 60K. Yeah, yeah nothing. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. And then she has to pay California taxes on that. Cool. Bye. Yeah. And then she has to somehow pay for that home. The I don't know how she hasn't been kicked out of that house yet. I think, I mean, well, at least now she has a new boyfriend that just bought her a business, a company for Christmas. <laughs> so she's good. What he's just selfish. Gift. He doesn't want a stack of vaginas. He's like, I want you all to myself. So he's selfish, but he bought her a company. Okay. Yeah, that's not going to work. The the him not being okay with group sex is not going to work for her. I mean, you bought her. I'm trying to understand what Playland is because she posted on Instagram. It's not a, just a sex, like, toy line apparently it is a place where you can come and just like experiment or experience intimacy and experiment is that what i'm getting i can we look this up i'm so confused yeah, yeah a place where you can come and come is probably what you're okay <laughs> that's the <laughs> that's the that's the slogan she's gonna steal that from you yeah she should i mean yeah. it's good you're like I mean, i'm coining it right what now an, what a bad gift like the idea of getting a gift of a business that you have to then run. I mean, I'm sure she's not running it. Of course, <laughs> but like, like, you know, she just, it, it's not just like buying you a business that you just are now an investor in. It's like, it's wait, I'm looking it, it up. Playland. 
Is it in? Wait. There's the, there is a Playland Park here in New York. Oh God, that can't be the one. That can't my be the one. Play- on top of <laughs> Can you imagine though if she thought? About to- what'd you say, Kix? So my cat is on top of the microwave about to knock a plant. Oh, oh God. Go over there. <laughs> what did you just do? Just throw something at him? Yeah, try. <laughs> just get up. She's like, get down. Can you imagine if she, if he was like, I bought you Playland, whatever, and she thought it was the like sex shop and it's actually an amusement park? <laughs> oh, my God. Sec- is it like a so sex shop, Playland store? Is California? it just... I'm just wondering, is it a sex shop or is it a place where you can go play? I think that's my biggest question here. I love Kicks how she's le- like, she's dealing with the cat. Kicks, at least mute yourself. <laughs> um, wait, I, I, I found it. Let's see. You saw my grout fit. I'm so sorry. I know. You're, I'm just laughing because you like didn't mute yourself. You're just like running around like, ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He like was gripping on it. <laughs> okay, is I think this has to be it in Santa Rosa, California. No, this can't be it. This has a soda fountain. I don't know what this place is. <laughs> we well listen, we'll get to we'll get to the bottom of it. I'm sure they'll talk about it in the reunion. Or did they talk about it? Oh, they did, because I watched it. <laughs> like, that's sure right. That's where we found it out, kicks. Yes. <laughs> where you been, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm dealing with my cat, leave me alone. <laughs> I'm sure they'll cover I it at the reunion. I was wondering why my plant had cat nibbles in it. And I was like, surely he's not getting up there. Oh, my! Okay. so I have two dogs and two cats. And my cat, she's such a little asshole and she's so mischievous. And she, like, we'll have dog treats in the bag. And we put them all the way up against, like, the wall in the kitchen on the counter. And she'll get up there. And she knows the dogs aren't allowed to have them. Like they get one when they come in for a walk and she'll sit there and move it to the side and move it mm-hmm. and hit it off and they'll rip open the bag. And then she's like, oh, you're going to get in trouble. Good luck. Oops. I'm like, you're no, an asshole. Why are you doing that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cats are cats are very sweet, but can also be dicks. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Conniving. Yes, indeed. Um, well, before we let you go, I do want to get a couple just quick thoughts on on Jersey. I know you guys were just in Nashville. Did you go to the the, the establishment? I saw a photo outside of it. Yes. We okay. So <laughs> we had so much fun when we were in Nashville. We were trying to get behind the scenes um, because we have we sold VIP bundle live stream tickets, and we promised with those bundles we would give you behind the scenes of every city. So. For Nashville, we went to Uncommon James for Kristen Cavallari, and we went to the Thompson Hotel where Randall got caught cheating on Lala. And Ooh, that was in then, Nashville. I didn't know that. Yeah, and they were all right next to each other, literally five-minute walk away. And then we went to Nashville <laughs> Underground, and it was closed, but the security guard was walking around, and you could see the bull in the window. And Zach's just, like, dry-humping the window with his leg up and doing whatever he's doing. And it... It was interesting. It was weird because, or just kind of funny, I guess, that that the Nashville episode was airing at the same time that we were in Nashville. I was like, this is just, wow. Who could have planned that? The Bravo world. The Bravo stars aligned. No, (laughs) I don't know. The the (laughs) song that these women made, y'all. I'm like, what are we doing here? Like, how did they air that? Also, what a bad, like if I was on a trip and- a girl's trip and they're like today we're going to go record a song i'd be like no yeah no i like, that's like, such a waste of time i would have i would have wanted to be on the boat 
Like yes. put me on the boat with Joe Gorga and the sex toy, the strap on that he cut the, the head off of. And like, just it's like, they have so much fun, the husbands and the women just need to learn how to get it right. I mean, there's also like tons Nashville to do in Nashville that so don't have fun. to be like, like there's... it's not just like partying. Like there's like, if you museums, there's very fun things. That's to do what, there. so on the day, our last day, when we went to all those different places, we actually went on a, I guess it's like a 14 stop kind of like get on, get off sort of tour bus, which was mm-hmm. really interesting because, you know, you can walk up and down the street, Nash Vegas, whatever, and get shit faced. Cool. But you know, what are you really seeing? Whereas like this bus took us to like a moonshine tasting and showed us like all the different iconic parts of Nashville. And it's really such a beautiful city, but it is mm-hmm. like when we were walking up and down Broadway, is it Broadway? I think. I don't know. Oh, I don't, I don't know, know either. The, I've been yeah, there. The main street. But, we yeah. were walking up and down yeah. it at 9 a.m. And like every single honky tonk, which I found out is just a country bar, has like live music <laughs> at 9 a.m. And there's people swaying with their like bud lights, just like drunk as shit. And I'm like, what is happening in this city? I need to know. It's become like, there's like Vegas. Scottsdale has become like mini Vegas. And now Nashville is becoming baby Vegas. <laughs> like I agree. Is Scottsdale is like that? Oh yeah, I, I didn't know it was Scottsdale's like, that like party hard. No, there's like clubs, party day parties, like balls. balls. I always want to go to Nashville. We should just go, go for a weekend. It's so fun. Yeah, I went for New Year's one year, and it was so much. Of fun. course, we chose like the most expensive time to go, and we didn't even know. But it was spring break, the CMT Awards, and the John Mayer concert, and something else that was happening. So. We're like, Nashville is going to be our cheapest city to travel to. And then we look up the hotels and I'm in the flights and Zach's like, what the actual fuck is going on? And I was like, I don't know. And then we found it's out ex- and we're like, oh, <laughs> no, it's, exp- it's expensive to get there from New York. I'm pretty sure. Right. Because it's not like I think yeah. I think it's expensive because if you want to go direct, not there's hub. not. Yeah. There's not so many yeah. direct flights there. Yeah. Just like yeah. anywhere in that area and like even over like east of that, like any we're in like North Carolina and stuff like that. It's like so hard to get to and so I mean, expensive. We can go I to Dallas, we'll go to Dallas and go there and like for under $200. Oh, see, I went to college in Tennessee and I always vowed I wouldn't go back. And then here I find myself back in Tennessee, but I had a great time. So it's okay. Fun. Well, yeah, the, the, the New Jersey season we're wrapping, I believe we're almost over. I think we have like one or two more episodes left, is right? It- I think next week is the finale. The finale? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm really excited, but also really nervous about everything that supposedly goes down at this reunion. It, like, makes me sad. Like, it's supposed to be, like, catastrophic. The idea of Joe fighting with um, Gia? I mean, listen, Gia is at the point, I think she's letting everyone know, like, I've been around longer than any of you. I've been on the show longer than any of you, except for my mom. Like I'm right here with her and I'm in my Mm twenties and you're not going to talk shit to my mom. You're not going to talk about my dad. And she's really like asserting herself this season. It's interesting to watch because everybody has so many different takes on it. Like some people are like, Gia needs to stay out of grown people's business while others are like, yes, assert your independence in your voice, girl. And I'm like, I just want to see how this all, I want to see how the cookie crumbles because shit is going to crumble. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a difference with it. I don't know. I we've talked about like Brooks Marks of it all, and I feel like Brooks is like wants to be there, but is playing like he doesn't. Versus Gia, who's like, no, this is like my family. This is like my show. My last name is this show. Yes. Like, 
I'm here and I'm going to like stir the pot. Like, I think she's there for, I don't think she's like plain coy like yeah, Brooks does when he's like, I don't want to be here. And it's like, yeah, no. Yeah, but the problem, Gia's the like problem to- with Gia is, I think she's down to mix it up, get in the mix, fight. She's down. You can tell she's down. Like you're saying kicks, right? The problem is Teresa isn't as down for that as she thinks she is because like, she lets her daughter film these scenes. She lets her daughter film confessionals talking shit about her brother. And it's like, what if she, you're going to let her do yeah. that, then guess what you're all you got to let her do is like dish it out with your, like, like where's mm-hmm. the line between I this like familial loyalty? No, it's not fair. And like Teresa, yeah. if, if you're okay with her on camera, you're going to have to let her sit and dish it out with her uncle on television. Cause guess what? You put her there. Well, and also, you know, like the scene when they were doing the charity softball event and, you know, she's like sitting there and running up to her mom and saying, Margaret, she was just such a bitch to me and this and that. Like Teresa is so explosive that in that moment, what if Teresa would have been like, excuse me, what? And not let Gia finish that sentence because she's very reactive as we just saw with the table flip 2.0. Like what if she wouldn't have let her finish that sentence and she would have ran over and yanked Margaret by the head? Like that could have easily happened. We see that. But, you know, for Teresa, I agree with you. If you're going to let your daughter dish it out, she has to be able to take it. So mm-hmm. I, and I th- I agree with Margaret. Like Margaret even said, I'm not in the, pl- I don't want to fight with your child. That is your oh. daughter. I have nothing against her. This is not our fight. This is our fight. So right. I don't want to do that. So bizarre. It, it is. It's bizarre. Like, Who Gia, wants to fight with a kid? No one wants to fight with a kid. Like, it's like, no. that's not fair. No. Like, Just put her on Vanderpump fight. Rules. Let her fight with them. Yeah. Or summer no, house I don't or want something. Her in summer like house. she would be so insufferable <laughs> on that program. No, she no no no. Lindsay Hubbard would fucking she eat her alive. Would. She, would, oh, she would destroy her. And there's no way they would get along. No. Absolutely no. not. I guess Let's any watch. are you watching Summer House, Adam? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean I catch it in different episodes. Like I, I don't need to watch every single episode, I feel like I just kind yeah. of tune in like every other episode, but they have me. Yeah. I, I love, love it. it. I, I just, Lindsay Hubbard is like my favorite housewife who's not a housewife <laughs> of all time. She's just like iconic and I'm enjoying seeing like her and Carl like kind of spark the new relation. You, you, I feel like you need those two. Like she, oh, I feel like Lindsay is always a wild card too, but she's really not though. You kind of know you're going to get chaos with her, right? Yeah, so is that a wild, wild card? Yeah, she kind of turned. It, it, she becomes not a wild. She's card an expected yeah. wild. Card. Yeah, when you you know that she's going to be a wild card. That's right. Like, <laughs> like that's like saying Jin Shaw is a wild card. No, she's not. We expect this at this point. We expect a big reaction. Yeah. So yeah, I take that back. Sorry. Cut. Well, the only bravo, thing, bravo, bravo, bravo. The only thing I'm having an issue with <laughs> on Summer House is, I don't know if everyone watched the most current episode, but this is not their first foray in this. Like the editors do wild things there. Like, they edited this dinner in this past episode that was so bizarre. Like, they cut the conversations. Like, it was so clear that things were cutting because they made up a, like, Kyle gets mad. And there's a scene where it sounds almost dubbed that Kyle says, Lindsay, you had a miscarriage this year. And the way it's, like, the way it's, like, sequenced is so bizarre. It's, like, not organic. It's not organic. And it... It feels like they took parts of the conversation at dinner and pl- like spliced it in a way to make it look hmm. like drama. Go back and watch it. It was so weird. My roommate and I were watching. We're like, this feels so off. And also, everyone at the house, we're to believe that no one knew about the miscarriage at this point in time still. 
She had only told Carl. That's true. I guess we didn't. Yeah, we never. But I mean, her and Kyle are like. Well, I'm sure Kyle knew behind the scenes. I'm just saying, like, it's like it wouldn't be necessarily his business to share in front of everyone who might not know. I don't know. But then that's not talk. But then Lindsay doesn't get upset about that. Like, it's weird. Mm -mm. Like, I I just think that they are doing some bizarre cutting over there. It's a little sloppy. I don't know. I wonder if they're trying to be sensitive about it. Well, not really, because they left it in. He literally says. Uh, yeah. Not really, Lindsay. You had a miscarriage this year. <laughs> like it's like that's not. Jesus, he's such. I a mean, what is Bravo not, really being ugh. sensitive about when what, that they're airing lately? No, nothing. nothing. Yeah, no, they kind of give it to us all, or give it all to us. Yeah, yeah, and to us all, they give it all to us all. Yeah, they gave it all to us all. <laughs> yes. Well, well, Adam, this was such a blast. Uh, this like hour we were chatting just kind of flew by. Thank you for being here. Oh my and... god! Thank you guys for having me and the cat. And the cat. <laughs> All the animals are here. My dog's been next to me the whole time as well. Aww. Um, well, tell everyone where to follow you, where to subscribe, all of that good stuff. Yeah, you guys can follow me on my YouTube channel at Up and Adam Live. Uh, definitely go subscribe there. We pump out a lot of content, guys. So it's like five to nine videos a day, but also um, everything's cohesive. So Instagram, Up and Adam Live, Twitter, Up and Adam Live. Yeah, just go check it out. That's all. <laughs> yes, do that. And uh, and make sure to go to SpillingTeaLive.com yeah, and get your live course. stream tickets for New York. Yes, yes. I didn't say that earlier, but you can watch the show from the comfort of your own bed, couch, wherever you would like to recline. Uh, and just You can be watch. like one of your favorite podcasters. Just lay down, do the fetal position no, thing. I and wasn't going to say it. <laughs> You're <No>. right. <laughs> um, well, yes, do that. And uh, say bye to the listeners, Adam. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for having me in on podcast. Bye. Whatever you have to do, a review, a like, a whatever. Yes, do just that. Just do, do the podcast thanks. Okay? Yes, thank you. Bye, Bye guys. Adam. Thank you. And we're back. What a fun, fabulous episode that was. Love him. <laughs> okay so that's not shade we're recording of- this we're recording this before we chat with yes yes so at the end of the episode um we like to answer some questions that are asked by y'all we i post um on sundays at five ish <laughs> ask me anything questions and you can it can be bravo housewives non-housewives non-reality tv truly whatever the hell you want to ask us so the first question we had um, was thoughts on the new Kardashians. Oh, great. We should have read this before. Um, Wait, what does it say? <laughs> Just the thoughts on the new Kardashians? Yeah. I'll, I'll wrap it up. Uh, all I'll say is I'm going to continue watching. It is boring, as, as it always is. So don't expect anything new and revolutionary. It is nice to see a clean, a clean, a bit of a cleaner aesthetic. I have a real problem with e-reality. I don't think they nail it. No, I mean, they only nailed the Kardashians. That's it. Well, they had other shows at one point in time. I mean, how lest we not forget Girls Next Door, iconic moment in history. They had that's true. They had uh, what's that show? Double Divas, uh, Power Divas. Oh, the Bella Girls. Bella. People love them. Love them. I couldn't pick them out in the lineup, but apparently, I think they're twins. Total Bellas. You got two shots. Total Bellas. Total Bellas. That feels wrong. Still, that's right. And they're wrestlers. Yeah, they're they're wrestlers. And one of them's with John Cena. <laughs> Was with John Cena. Oh, okay. One of now one of them's married to a Dancing with the Stars guy. Yes, because they were at Coachella. Uh, yeah, I'm right. I saw a photo of them at Coachella with Katie Maloney. 
shorts. Okay. Well, Katie Malone. Um, are y'all watching the insanity that is the ultimatum? Okay, so I have to. I started it, and it's very rare that things feel below my pay grade. <laughs> <laughs> and it, how this, much? This is tough, 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 tough. And I what. The premise really doesn't make sense to me. Like, I just don't know how, like, when you get single people who are desperate enough to go and find love in a in a box blinded by who they're talking to or on The Bachelor or things like that, you know, I get it. Because, like, we've all been single at one point in time in our lives in a desperate way. Like, we've all been in that desperate single space. I have. Have you? Maybe. I think you probably have. You want to tell him? You want to tell me? No, <laughs> no I'm I can't think don't. of it. But like, there are times when you're like, I just want to. Like, yeah, definitely. Like we've definitely. all been there. Yeah, that makes sense to me. What does not make sense to me is being 24, which most of them are literally 23 to 26 years old, and being like, my boyfriend of five years, we started dating when I was 18, won't marry me, and they're like, I need an ultimatum. It's like, what? Aren't they like? They're not from the South either. Like I, there's part of me that would understand that I went to high school and my friends from high school and college, most of them got married 22, um, some younger, some a little tiny bit older, but not that that it doesn't matter. It's just more common in the South, but I, it's in LA, right? Like they're in California. No, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, my phone was out show, but like, <laughs> I think they just, I don't think they're local a place maybe i'm wrong hmm. maybe i'm wrong i could be totally i'm certainly not watching probably won't i could i didn't even watch love is blind the second season but see that uh, that's that show gets me because there's fun things happening right the scenario Antics. is ridiculous yep but you f- really do believe that they're looking to find a relationship this mm-hmm. is bananas and i do hear this is a spoiler which i don't know who this happens to but this is something that did make me want to watch it. Is that someone gets pregnant on the ultimatum? What? Yeah. And now I don't know if it was with their first oh. love or their second, but their second. No, you know do they how... switch? Do you not know what the show is about, Kix? I thought it was like the ultimatum of if you don't put a ring on my finger, we're breaking up. Kix, where have you been? Six couples go into this hotel-like thing, and they are forced to split up and couple up with a different person there and date them and live with them and decide in the end if they want to be with them or their first partner. What the fuck? I can't believe you thought the previous premise was ridiculous. This is ridiculous. I just thought it was stupid. (laughs) No, I can't believe you were like... I could never. I'm like, you don't even get the how c- cuckoo it is. It's like the MTV show. What X was on it? The beach it was like a, or um, Temptation no, Island. No, there was a show on. Maybe it was VH1 where they. It was like you you go into a house with your ex. Um, it's not Temptation Island. Of, no, and a ton of other people's exes. X on the beach. No, it's not. It's something different. It's old. Mm, I don't know. Anyway, anywho, it's crazy. That's I fucking stupid, and I, I won't be watching. I don't know that I can get into it. What I am going to start watching is the new season of Ninety Day, which premiered on Sunday. It's time I get back in with my girls there. 
happy for you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, were there any other questions? That was it. Great. Well, thank you guys for being the best. And uh, reminder to rate, review, subscribe, do all those things. Five stars on Apple. You can also leave five stars on Spotify. And um, please do that for all the podcasts you love and have a wonderful rest of your day, morning, evening, night, whenever you're listening to this. And uh, you can follow me at the Tom Hamlet. You can follow Kix. You can follow me at Kix Hamlet. That's spelled C-I-X. Yes, and then the podcast Dumpster Drive Pod. And um, we'll see y'all soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.